0: 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville, now presents Southeastern Indiana's top local sports show, Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Now, here's the Hall of Famer, Ron Raver. Good evening and welcome to Coach's Corner. Ron Raver with you this
1: evening. As we said, we are delivered to you by Ison's Family Pizza. We're also brought to you in part by Great Plains Communications, formerly UTC, Daring's Incorporated, Tom sivitz Chevy Buick, George's Pharmacy Medical and Floral, here and Elko, and the Coalition for a Drug-Free Date Cell. Our first guest this evening is Matt Manu. Matt is the South Ripley girls basketball coach. And, Coach, I don't think you got to do your opening game, did you, with uh, Hauser?
2: um actually uh we opened our season on friday with austin uh the oh okay uh, how did that So yeah it went pretty well for our first game uh got the jitters out i believe um we traveled down there and ended up coming home with a 46 to 31 win
1: well congratulations on that and uh tell us about the young ladies on your that you have out for basketball this year and uh letter winners and uh, who should be your, some of your top players
2: ok um, this year we actually had a good group of girls come out we had 21 girls um, come out to play um, we have 9 of those that are returning letter winners from last year and 6 of those 9 are experienced varsity players If um, you followed us at all last year we were very young had a lot of freshmen, sophomores uh, only graduated 2 seniors Um, So we're looking forward to um, uh, this uh, junior group that we have having one year under their belt to kind of pull our team together and and, uh, show the experience that they got last year. I do have one senior this year, uh, and that's L.J. McQueen. L.J., last year, averaged about four and a half points. Um, She's my captain on the floor, my utility player. And she, she's not going to have the highest stats, but she's going to have a mark in every stat category this year. Um, next is my junior group. That's my big group I was talking about. Um, and I have Alexa Height, Gracie Gunner, and then the Meyer sisters, Rachel and Sarah. Um, I ask a lot out of this group because embedded in this group is our second leading scorer, our second leading rebounder, our sixth leader, and our still leader from last year. Um other than that, we've only added one the other one that will be a full-time varsity, and that is a sophomore guard in Emily Flood. She uh, She's worked very hard over the summer on ball handling and her shooting, and both have improved greatly. She's probably our fastest slash quickest player on the team, so we'd like to see how she's going to contribute this year. Coach, I know as the
1: year went on last year, these players got much more experience and. You were a pretty good basketball team at the end of the season. Uh, I'm sure that, as you already said, it carried over into your first game. I'm sure you're looking forward to these young ladies this year.
2: Absolutely. Uh, They're just as as excited as I am, I believe. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, trying to get a full season in.
1: Yeah, that's that's the big thing right now is to make sure that – we get this COVID under control, so we can get games in and get people in to see them. Absolutely, Coach. Uh, who's helping you with basketball this year?
2: Um, nobody has really changed from last year, so I'll run through those uh, assistants pretty quick. Um, okay. I have my returning. I have my returning varsity assistant Caleb Huntington. Uh, he's a graduate from South River from 2014. Pretty decent little ball player when he was here. Um, We did add Caleb's wife throughout the summer when I wasn't allowed to uh, be around them and the girls were quarantined. Um, She did a great job of doing all our training and workouts online, so that helped us out a lot. Um, My JV coach is a second-year coach for JV. That's Jeff Grevy. A lot of people know Jeff. He's been coaching, I'd say, roughly 20 years. He's done that at multiple schools and multiple sports. Um, I know that he's coached baseball at Milan, Oldenburg, North Decatur, and South Ripley. And then he's done multiple levels of basketball at South Ripley. Um, he's got a little different coaching style than me, which is great to have. So the girls uh, learn two different ways of playing. So it's been nice to have him. Uh, the newest member that we have added is a uh, first-year assistant, and you'll recognize this name, I'm sure, uh, is Lindsey Meyer. Um She graduated last year for us. Uh, She was our leading scorer, our leading rebounder. She was all-conference, all-county, all-sectional, and she was also named the Ripley Publishing Player of the Year. Um, Lindsay, she's been a huge help so far. Uh, She relates really well with the girls because, you know, teenage girls are going to listen to teenage girls and not a middle-aged man, so she's really (laughs) helped out uh, getting in the middle and and, uh, relating to the girls. So that's my high school group. I do have my returning 7th and 8th grade coaches. This is their second year. Uh, They're doing a great job with our younger group. The 7th grade is Laura Beck, and the 8th grade is Penny Binion.
1: Uh, uh, I'm sure that uh, you talk about the young lady that's with you. It's always nice to bring somebody back into the program that understands the program and understands the people and the young ladies they're working with.
2: Absolutely, and uh, like I said, she she's kind of like my right arm right now because she knows exactly what I want because of what we did last year. Um, what we're doing is still new to a lot of the girls, so she's been a huge help.
1: Tell us about who you got coming up in the next uh, few games as you get ready uh, for Thanksgiving.
2: Okay. Um, of course, we're not 100% sure <laughs> with upcoming games if we'll play them, but uh, tomorrow... We're scheduled to play our first conference game of the season against Milan. Um, and as we all know, uh, they're coached by Bob Dresser, and he does an excellent job. Uh, even when he was back at South Iberman Hill, he always has the girls ready. Um, but we're looking forward to that game and hopefully getting a good start on the, the OR, ORVC and getting our first win. Um, then we go a week, and we will play South Decatur at home uh, next Tuesday. I have seen South and Milan play each other. So, we um, looking forward to having our first home game and bringing South Decatur in. It uh, should be a good game. Uh, they're they're very young and have a lot of returning players as well. Uh, but that's pretty much it um, until we get through the week of Thanksgiving. And we are loaded up that, that week because of COVID and things getting changed. So, we will be facing... Lawrenceburg, Batesville, Jacksonville, and Hauser all within a week's time. <laughs> oh
1: my goodness. And I know that uh, Batesville played Lawrenceburg, and they've got a lot of returning players down there. I know they lost their uh, leading scorer and four-year player, uh, but they also got a lot of people back there And uh, as well. The ORVC, it's very, very early in the year, but I know that uh, one of the teams you're going to have to deal with before that's over is uh, Jackson Dale and uh, Coach Smith's got a pretty good squad up there this year.
2: Oh yeah, and, and we we scrimmaged Lawrenceburg to start our season off, so we've seen a little bit of them. Um, and they and Zane's got a great group. Uh, I think he's probably about 10 deep and it's uh, you can't hardly tell the difference between one and the other uh, when they come in. And then, uh, of course, Scott always I coached with him for 15 years, and, you know, I know that program, and I know how hard he works with the girls. Um, I know he's frustrated right now because of all the COVID and and not getting out on the court like he wants to, but he'll have them ready to go, and uh, they're obviously the top contender in the ORVC.
1: And uh, normally the ORVC has uh, several good ball teams. I know I talked to Scott last week. He talked about... uh, you know, year in and year out, Switzerland County is usually pretty good. Southwestern of Hanover is usually pretty good. And uh, you, uh, the other schools uh, are getting better each year as they go along. So it's not an easy game in and game out in the ORVC.
2: That's correct. And we're we're in loaded with ORVC games. So uh, it's always tough at the end of the season. Uh, I think we end up playing all but two of the teams right in a row to uh, see how we finish up the ORVC, but um, Switzerland County gave us a hard time last year Uh, I look for them to be uh, doing well this year as well, Coach Boggs does an excellent job with his girls Uh, Southwestern again last year was kind of a surprise I believe to everybody and uh, we played them tight and ended up losing at pretty much the buzzer they hit a couple free throws to take the lead, so looking forward to playing them again this year Coach, anything else before we let you go this evening? Uh, Not not, not a whole lot. Just appreciate you continuing to do Coach's Corner. I know it's tough with everything's changing. Um, And then also uh, to everybody that are fans, uh, I know we get frustrated because we can't get everybody into the gyms, but uh, we just ask that everybody be patient. Um, Administration's doing everything they can so our girls can play games and stay healthy.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about because I did get to see a football game this year and I don't know how many years it's been since I did get to see a football game so I know what the people are going through out there.
2: Yeah, and and it's not going to get any better for the moment so everybody just got to hang tough and uh, enjoy watching what you can online.
1: Yes, and uh, hopefully uh, there'll be some radio games and things like that that they can uh, tune in as well. Coach, thank you so much and best of luck during the season and uh Hopefully, by the time the county attorney comes around, uh, maybe some of us will be able to get in and see some ball games.
2: Yeah, I hope so. That's a big time, and we like to see everybody out for it. Uh, thank you for having me.
1: And thank you so much, and we'll talk to you later in the year, probably.
2: Absolutely. Thank you.
1: We'll be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on at 103.9 FM Down and streaming live on dot radio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meat Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham and pineapple, and chicken meat Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at eisensfamilypizza.com, 812 933
4: or downtown Batesville. ATC is now Great Plains Communication, providing forward-thinking technology services to businesses and homes across southeastern Indiana, now powered by a 13,500-mile fiber network. Though our name has changed, our dedication to providing an exceptional customer experience delivered by a trusted team of local professionals remains the same. Great Plains Communications, driving technology in southeastern Indiana with a high-performing network and high-performing people. To learn more, contact us at 866 382 We
5: are here for you. We are here for you. Tired of waiting in line at other pharmacies? At Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, we are here for you with fast, friendly service. Ask about our free delivery to the entire listening area. It's easy to switch. Call or stop by your nearest Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, and we will do all the work. Georgia's Pharmacy. We are
1: here for you.
0: Most people spend 90% of their time indoors, and half of all illnesses are either caused or aggravated by poor indoor air quality. Call Hurt and Elko, your Lennox dealer. Lennox has innovative products like UV lights, air filters, and air purifiers that can help greatly reduce the pollutants in the air you and your family breathe every day. To find out more about how to improve your home's indoor air quality, call Hurt and Elko at 934-4646. You're tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI.
1: We're back and joining us now is Brian Helvey, High School girls basketball coach. And, Coach, I think you ran into a buzzsaw in your first game with Lawrenceburg. Unfortunately, you didn't get to play the game with Hauser. Tell us about the Lawrenceburg game.
2: Well, it's it was just great to get on the floor. I mean, the girls, I think it put... Uh, put together, I don't know, 16, 17 practices, and, and, you know, you just want to get out and play and evaluate a little bit where we are. Um, you know, Lawrenceburg's got a really solid squad. Um, you know, and I, I knew that going in. They had uh, added a, a few, subtracted a few with graduations, but so you just never know. But, uh, but we knew we'd have our hands full. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, players uh, that were out there that this is r- really their first large number of varsity minutes. And uh, you know as well as I do that uh, it's uh, it's different on that uh, that first game, that different stage a little bit. And you know, we went back and obviously I watched the film that night in the uh, next morning and you know looked at it from different angles. And and film is is never it never really lies. And and I always tell the girls, you know, it's never as bad as you think it's gonna gonna be, and it's never as good. Um, so and that was kind of the case. You know, we went back and. We already started tonight cleaning up some things. I I couldn't be any happier with the way the girls responded uh, tonight after losing what was I think sixty three twenty nine. There were no heads down, no 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 pout, nobody pouting around or anything like that. They just came back to work and and uh, very happy with the way we cleaned some things up today.
1: Coach, I I just talked to uh, Matt McNew and Matt said he uh, scrimmaged uh, Liceberg and he said he thought they played ten girls and he wasn't sure uh, that there's any difference
2: in any of the 10 that they put on the floor that night in that scrimmage. No, they, uh, and they hit, I mean, we gave them some open looks. Don't, don't get me wrong, but they hit them. You know, that, uh, you know we, we have some things that we can do better, but, uh, but give them a lot of credit. Um, they, they were very balanced. Um, you know, they, they hit shots when they were open, and, um, and obviously, you know, they've got a solid post presence in, in the low uh, girl, um, which draws a lot of attention in that low post and, and that opens up things on the perimeter and uh, we, had a, we had a tough time transitioning out to the shooters once in a while and uh, ultimately it, it really came down to, to some turnovers, uh, some things that we had, their, their press uh, gave, us some, gave us some fits early, there was about a 3-4 minute stretch that, that they really pulled away from us and, and it was as much of what we were giving them, some easy baskets but, but they made them so uh, give them a lot of credit.
1: Coach, who do you play this week?
2: Well, that's a good question, Ron. I, <laughs> <and> <laughs> I, I wish I had a good, solid answer for you. Um, got a phone call today from uh, Union County's athletic director, and, and it looks like that that game uh, has now been postponed, uh, barring some sort of a reversal by their school board tonight. It looks like they're going to take uh, take a little time off from athletics um, and then um, uh, North Decatur, we're, we're still scheduled to play North Decatur on Saturday. So um, I guess we kind of wait and see how that one goes. but uh, so yeah, uh, it appears that Union County's off. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to res- get that one rescheduled and then, um, and then we'll play North Decatur on Saturday Barn anything any changes there.
1: Uh, the Narticator, I know they had some uh, very, very good uh, senior girls last year. What do you know about their returning players?
2: Well, you know what? We uh, we haven't dove in real deep on that yet. Um, I expect them to be have a solid uh, a solid quarterback. Uh, you know, they beat us last year. That was one of the games last year that I felt that uh, looking back on things that uh, I sure would have liked to have played them a little later in the season. Um, you know, our start this year, uh, you know, kind of mirrors a little bit what we did at times last year where, you know, um, we want to not score very many points and that's, that's awful hard. So, so I think what we'll have to do is kind of take care of our own. Uh, we've got to learn, we got to figure out how to score a few more points, cut down on turnovers and, uh, you know, control the things that we can control. And, and I hope that, uh, I hope that North Decatur, uh, gives us a, an opportunity to, uh, to do that. Coach, tell us about
1: the young ladies on your varsity. How many of them lettered for you last year and uh, the total number of girls that you got out for basketball?
2: We got 22 girls out this year. Um, It it does look like we're going to be able to field uh, at least a a C team that's going to be able to uh, play at least four or five games, which is a huge advantage for us. Um, and then obviously we'll get that uh, as many games as we can in at the varsity and, and JV level. But uh, we got two returning seniors, uh, Catherine Rob and Katie Katie Brewer. Um, so we're you know kind of small in the senior class. And Katie is is still battling injuries, still recovering from from uh, another injured knee. So she's uh, well into her rehab, and we're looking forward to getting her back on the floor. And then uh, Catherine, obviously. Uh, started for us on uh, on saturday scored seven points um you know just did a really nice job it was three or four from the free throw line i think so uh that senior leadership she she definitely looked a little calmer out there than maybe some because she did have quite a bit of experience you know last year um brie wells gabrielle elston uh sarah Ritberger, carly pride um michaela granger and, and emma weiler kind of round out uh, and Cali Kaiser, uh, kind of round out that, uh, that varsity group that we have right now. And I anticipate there will be a number of girls that will split some time between the JV and the varsity, which, you know, right now, um, you know, that helps us in practice if we've got girls that can compete against each other um, as they compete for their own playing time. That's just uh, making us better as a team. Uh, you've been through that before, and um, competition a lot of times will breed success in others.
1: As you mentioned those young ladies' names I I know what you're meaning by the uh, number of players and the number of minutes they played I know uh, Michaela Granger got a lot of time at the end of the year but she started out as a JV player Uh, uh, Three of those other girls I know started out as JV players at the beginning of the year and I think Bree Wells missed part of the year with the injury so you don't have a lot of experience there, do you?
2: No, we don't. Um, you know, and and I think a lot of with experience comes confidence. And and I think one of the things that we noticed uh, against Lawrenceburg, um, you know, our, our confidence got rattled a little bit. You know, you enter that first game of the year and you're you're ready to go. You know, you've had you've had you've strung together some really nice practices, and then you come up against a, a team like Lawrenceburg who's who's very talented. And um, and you know, we're throwing some experienced players out there, and and uh, you could tell, you could tell for some of them, you know, this was their first time starting at, at the varsity level and, and getting those extra minutes. And, and, uh, but overall, um, I think our, the, the juniors that we have and, and the sophomores that we have uh, in, in amongst the, the two seniors, I, I, think, I, I think we're pretty comfortable with, with where we can be um, as we start to gain some experience.
1: Uh, coach, I know you uh, talked to Lisa the other uh, day, and uh, I know that uh, you've got a uh, lot of new faces in the coaching uh, ranks this year for a variety of reasons. Tell us who's helping you out
2: with basketball. Um, Joe Harwell is going to be our varsity assistant this year. Um, he's uh, he's had experience on the boys' side for a number of years. He's been the, the head coach of Jennings County and South Decatur, so. So you know, many of those, many of the fans that come to games will will recognize him from being on on the other side of the the, the, the bench uh, with other teams. But uh, he just he's provided just a ton of of uh, valuable insight and 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 really helped uh, take a look at maybe how we're doing some things. Maybe we can do them a little bit differently. And and I think that's been a great benefit. Uh, Lisa Gaussman, who is uh, who's going to be the JV coach this year, or is the JV coach this year. Uh, stepping in and then um, Jack Smith who who was on the bench last year um, is kind of taking a a, a role uh, behind the scenes a little bit and uh, he's helping us out with the youth league and also doing a lot of our our film work and some things like that so so what Jack can provide behind the scenes uh, which many many people won't see um, will be a great contribution to to the Lady Bulldogs this year and then um, at the, the middle school level, we're, we're still working those uh, the two coaches out there a little bit. Uh, so, but their season doesn't start in, until late December, uh, so we got just a little bit of time there.
1: Coach, you already alluded to some of the problems you've had as an athletic director with uh, COVID, but uh, tell us about some of the things that you're going through and other ADs are going through with this COVID-19. Uh,
2: well, it, you know, and I, I think we got through the fall season, which, which I think is just an incredible testament to uh, to our kids and our parents and, and everybody involved. I, it takes a lot of people um, to follow a lot of rules and, and the flexibility and changing of schedules and things like that. So, um, you know, as an athletic director, uh, you know, we can't do it without the the support of, of the, the families and the, and the fans you know, was, we had to restrict. Uh, you know, early in the fall, um, everybody likes to get out there to Friday night football games, and unfortunately, we just we weren't permitted to to have that full crowd out there. So, you know, we had uh, you know we had a, a number of discussions that uh, people didn't necessarily understand that why we couldn't just uh, fill the stands, but I think ultimately they did understand, and and they were great to work with, and tried to find other ways that, that they could get uh, to see the games, and as the season went on. Um, you know, we were able to as the fall season went on. We were able to get people to the cross country meets, the soccer games um, at a little bit higher rate. Now we're transitioning into the winter sports, and we're kind of back to square one, where we're really, really going to be restricted here on on uh, seating capacities and, and those kind of things. So we almost have to roll out a whole new set of um, rules and requirements and regulations. So. And, um, and unfortunately that's a week to week process and um, as the the metrics and things change in the, each county to county um, you know there's the color statuses and, and everything, it it's, makes it very difficult to plan ahead and uh, that's probably the greatest challenge right now for for school administrators, athletic directors, coaches and, and the kids itself is just not having that ability to plan very far out and uh, hopefully we'll have a plan in place and. Unfortunately, we're not going to get a play at home on Friday, but from an athletic director standpoint, that gives me another week to try to figure out how we're going to get as many as many fans in the, in the gym as possible.
1: And I know Bates uh, was uh, further along in some aspects than some of the other schools. Some of the other schools are dealing with one gymnasium to practice in and trying to spread people out in uh, very small spaces, and that's another thing when you're dealing indoors
2: right and, and and dr. Welsh and the Ripley county Health department for us they've been very very good to work with I, they have to make some very difficult decisions and and uh, I don't envy the you know the uh place we put them sometimes but uh but they they're doing everything they really can to make sure we can get as many people in at these games as possible and you know we just presented a plan to them that we hope that uh you know gets their gets their approval and and allows us to what we want to be able to do is get the games to go off as normal as possible and, and, and I know there's no way to do that, but when I say normal, you know, we, we hope, you know, that we can get students there and the and the cheerleaders and dance team and the band and, and get get as many of the kids involved as possible. Um, you know, the more more people we have participating like that reduces the number of people that we can have at the games. But uh, but again, these are you know education based athletics, and you know we want the students to have as normal experience as possible.
1: Uh, Coach, uh, we'll be talking to you obviously from uh, week to week, and uh, let's hope that we got ball games to talk about and not COVID nineteen to talk about. Anything else this evening before we let you go?
2: No, just uh, want to put a word out there real quick. I did get I did get notification that just late this afternoon that the annual crosstown shootout between Batesville and St. Louis um, will not be played now on Thursday. It was originally scheduled and played here at the high school on Thursday, and I know there's a lot of people that follow uh, in our community that's, that that's a great interest, and um, they're going to try to do their best I think to find a new date, but uh, but that one's not going to get played this week. And, uh, I just ask that uh, you know, people out there, the fans and spectators, uh, check our athletics website, um, our Twitter page, our social media feeds, whatever you can, kind of keep up to date on where these cancellations are and and when we get things rescheduled, we'll try to get them posted um, as soon as we can. Coach, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Ron, appreciate it.
1: We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9. You have to streaming live on WRBRadio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Meatsa Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham, and pineapple, and chicken Meatsa Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon, and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsensFamilyPizza.com, 812 933 or downtown Batesville.
5: This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about your family's system of checks and balances. Highlight the ways your family compromises and cooperates to get tasks done safely. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville.
6: Get customized care with any mess with Whirlpool Top Load Laundry Pairs at Garing's. Easily pre-wash clothes with a built-in water faucet or create up to 26 of your own wash cycles. Also, help prevent over-drying your clothes with sensor drying technology. Gearings will install and remove your old appliances at no extra charge. Stop down and see our Whirlpool display. Gearings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville.
0: Back to more coaches' corner, delivered by Isom's Family Pizza on one hundred three point
1: nine WRBI. We are back, and joining us now is Eric Feller. Eric is the girls' basketball coach at Oldberg Academy. And uh, coach, first of all, congratulations on getting the job as girls' basketball coach. And uh, tell us about uh, your first ball game with Franklin County.
2: Yeah, thanks, Ron. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. I... The first week (laughs) of practice, I had sectional practice for football until about five or five thirty, and then I really went the girls' practice for another couple hours. To say that was an exhausting week is an understatement. But um, but yeah, our our game with Hern County was to be quite honest. It kind of went uh, kind of like what I expected. I I did not. I went into it because I didn't know where we are, where we were as a team. We hadn't had much practice time together. Um, we just started installing our things, even in those two weeks, and, and and I haven't seen much of the girls, and we got a lot of freshmen playing for us and learning the new system, even with the new girls. So I really, I mean, I knew we weren't ready for Franklin County, but I did want us to get that first game out of the way. Um, I did want us to kind of learn some things about. I, I wanted to see where we were, and and I knew. Um, for the most part, we're a very young team. We got our inexper- inexperienced team, and the five starters we had for our Franklin County game really didn't. A couple of them started last year toward the end of the season, but uh, but what made matters worse is uh, we had a we had another starter who I found out Thursday night um, at about ten o'clock was gonna, was contact trace, and so she was gone for two weeks. Um. Um, from the last, uh, you know, from whatever the CDC procedures are. So we, you know, if, I, if we would have found out like Monday or Tuesday night, we could have had some practices without another starter, and and it really and really helped us uh, offensively, specifically. But you know, we kind of just rolled the ball out there against Franklin County, and, and we looked like a team. It was our first game, just trying to gel together, um, and we we've got a lot of things to improve improve upon for sure for sure, but. I was really enthused with um, with how we played in terms of how we coached them, and they did exactly as how we coached them. Um, and Now it's just going to that next level and getting them to kind of open up their minds to play basketball. Tell us about the
1: young ladies on your team who lettered uh, last year, and uh, so we will go on from there?
2: So, uh, seniors, our seniors are Abby Havercoats, kind of a long, lanky, um, a girl who who's a very good defender, very good slasher type, can shoot the ball a little bit. Annalise Navi, she she will be our five this year. Um, she's getting better every day in the post with the ball. Um, and our last senior is Pam Manessis, who's one of our better defenders, very aggressive, um, On and it's kind of some physicality you want from, from some girls. Juniors, we've got Ava Allen, who's a very good shooter for us and, and a very smart defender. Emma Leverding, who is going kind to of be a four or five for us, who's also a very smart player, and mainly down in the post, but she can hand the ball around the perimeter, try to extend her shot a little bit at the four. Sophomores that'll help us are Ashley Boardman and Hannah Haberkerz, who got some playing time as freshmen. And then the freshman class, we've got a lot of depth there. Out of out of the um, seventeen girls, nine are freshmen. And kind of some freshmen who got time in that first game was Rachel uh, Rachel Lamping, who was kind of, well, we kind of had to throw her in the fire. She was the girl that um, ended up starting for us on Thursday night against Franklin County at at point guard as a true freshman. And and so she's going to continue to get better and better as the season goes along. Kate Weber also played, quite honestly, she might have been our best player in the court um, on Thursday night as a freshman. She did very well for us as a, as a three-year or two. Ellie Ryan, who's one of our better defenders as a freshman, kind of long and ranking, has very good instincts, very aggressive. Sadie Waxman, even got a couple quarters down there at the at varsity level as a freshman. Did, did really well for us, was really happy with how she played. And, and also Willie um
3: also
2: got a quarter for us at the varsity level on, um, on uh, Thursday night against Franklin County.
1: Uh, who do you got coming up this week, Coach?
2: We got both Southwesterns. We got Southwestern of Hanover at home on Friday night. And we got Southwestern of Shelby. We got on on Saturday. And Southwestern Shelby is sectional exceptional opponent for us, and I know they played. Um, they beat up on South Dakota pretty good, so we'll have to break down their film. Um, they, I know they got some really good shooters. We we'll got some pressure. who. And but southwestern Hanover is a team that we played pretty close last year, so we're going to play Saturday night. Home opener on Saturday night. we're, we're, we're really the girls are really excited about both games. Um, we had very good practices Friday, Saturday, and today, and, and kind of focusing on us. And then tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday, we'll kind of start focusing on both southwesterns a little bit. Uh,
1: who is helping you with basketball this year,
2: Coach? So. Um, uh, my varsity assistant slash JV coach is Mark Masavitz. Mark had a daughter, a couple daughters come through the O.A.
1: system in the last couple
2: of years. Um, his daughter Harold graduated last year on the O.A. team. He, he's kind of the main assistant. Ella Lamping is an O.A. grad, O.A. alum. She helped out with the soccer team um, in the fall and did a great job. And and she she she's been, it's really nice to get her perspective on things. Throughout the year, um, she kind of works the caskets, so she gets she gets the practice a little late for us. But man, it's really nice to have her um, helping us out um, on the sidelines. Jacob Garvin, he is the fitness director at the Y M C A. If you've ever been to, at the Y, hanging out downstairs in the weight room and the basketball courts, you've seen him. And also, um, one of my very good friends and Batesville alum, and he will come about once a week, kind of helping out the big. Um, and with footwork and and post moves and he'll be he'll come to some games as well and then there's a couple other volunteers um we're still kind of waiting i mean i didn't get hired till about a week before the season started uh two weeks before the season started and i but i kind of had some people in mind to kind of help me out and um, uh people have had some obligations to fulfill so i'm still hoping on one or two more people that'll still be able to give me time throughout the year and, and um kind
1: of let you know if and when uh, those things work out. Coach, I, I know as you said uh, everything has had to be thrown together in a hurry uh, as the two seasons kind of overlapped and uh, you've been fortunate that uh, so far the games that you scheduled uh, look like they're going in. I know I talked to Brian Helvey uh, just before you and he said uh, the second uh, team on uh, their schedule is already uh, postponed so they're going to be two games behind after two weeks so that's something that you're going to have to deal with probably most of the season
2: Oh for sure, everybody's going to be dealing with that, we originally had I think four games behind schedule, we had four games not scheduled and I, we ended up we filled it up just, just because we have no idea we expect a lot of games to be cancelled or, or not a lot of games but I, I you know, everybody's going to be flexible just like football I think we were pretty fortunate during football season to get in our entire season. Basketball looks like it might be a little different. I, I nobody knows. So um, we're gonna. We're, the great part about OA, and one of OA's strengths, is that the kids and everybody over there is very flexible. So um, they they are kind of used to things not um, going according to plan at times, and, and the girls will. They're really good at rolling with it. So. So we're just going to play as many games as we can, and uh, we'll see what happens. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm sure every varsity coach is, um, across the area has got the same mindset as I do.
1: I'm sure you're looking forward to playing a game in that new gymnasium this week. Yeah, I
2: can't tell you how much, man, you know, after helping Coach Mormon coach uh, the varsity, and and then you got to kind of schedule around the girls' team with only one gym and one team going right after school and the other team possibly going at 5 or five thirty, or or even in the morning to kind of share the gym space they cannot tell you how how convenient okay. it is to have that extra gym space um for us and it's and not only just having the space but but yeah it's beautiful over there it's um very fortunate to have kind of the facilities at oa this year for both boys and girls and um if you haven't been out to the gym, i suggest, I know we have some restrictions. I know we, for our home games, you have to buy tickets online for our home games. I think it's on our website. So if, if anybody is uh, willing willing to come out and watch one of our games and uh, they haven't seen the Feldhaus yet, um, I, w- I would suggest you come out and, and get a good glimpse of it.
1: Coach, uh, as we talked about uh, with you earlier, we're going to let you have uh, some Monday nights off so you uh, get to see your family watching while. but uh, we'll be talking to you about every other week during the season. We're looking forward to that, and best of luck as you go along, and uh, we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. All right. Thanks,
2: John. I always appreciate talking to you.
1: Thank you so much. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. You listen to Coach's Corner on WRBI 103.9, yes, and down, and streaming live on WRBI radio.com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison Eisen from Ison's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork Meatsa Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham and pineapple, and chicken Meatsa Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon and tomato. Mm. Order your new Meatsa Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812 933
4: or downtown Batesville. Ty Fleetwood sales manager from Tom Sibbitt Chevrolet Buick. Black Friday savings all month long during the Chevy Cyber sales event. Take advantage of rebates up to $3,250 on a Malibu, $2,750 on a Traverse, $4,350 on a Trax, $4,000 on a Blazer, or up to $5,250 on an Equinox. Enjoy savings up to $3,500 on a Colorado, or $5,000 on a Silverado. Thank you for shopping at Tom Sibbitt Chevrolet Buick. DC is now Great Plains Communication, providing forward-thinking technology services to businesses and homes across southeastern Indiana, now powered by a 13,500-mile fiber network. Though our name has changed, our dedication to providing an exceptional customer experience delivered by a trusted team of local professionals remains the same. Great Plains Communications, driving technology in southeastern Indiana with a high-performing network and high-performing people. To learn more, contact us at 866-382-496. Save.
0: Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues from 103.9 WRVI.
1: We're back and joining us now is Bob Bressard, uh, my little girls basketball coach. Coach, I know you got at least two games in uh, so far this season. Tell us about it, and then we'll go on to talk about the young ladies who are playing for you.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, we started out this past week. We played uh, North Decatur uh, November 3rd. And we, uh, or South Decatur, I'm sorry. And uh, but we got out to a pretty shaky start. We're not real sure of our roles yet. We haven't learned our roles and we got beat 58, 42. Uh, we got down 19 to four to start the game and, and got it back to 34, 31. And, and that was about uh, the end of our run. Um, in that game for us, Riley Clark, uh, has stepped up to be our point guard this year. Riley had 11 points and Audrey Schmidt, uh, she's our big girl in the middle she's a junior and she had 12 points and 13 rebounds and probably the surprise of the night for us was uh rachel holt who's a freshman uh came off the bench when audrey schmidt got in foul trouble and rachel ended up the game with uh 16 points and 13 rebounds so uh i thought that wasn't bad for her first game uh, as a high school ball player um union county uh we played them last thursday and uh, Union County has a very solid team. I would venture to say they're probably one of the better teams we'll play all season. And they beat us 63-35. And uh, In that game, Holt was the only person in double figures for us. She had 10 again. And um, As for our team, I dressed uh, 10 of them, uh, 7 full-time. I've got uh, 3 seniors, one of which just came out today. Uh, Maggie Schmidt just joined the team today. She wasn't sure she wanted to play, and And uh, she made that decision over the weekend, so Maggie Schmidt joins us today. Uh, My two seniors returning from last year were uh, Angela King and Olivia Davis. Uh, Both of them logged quite a few varsity minutes last year. Um, Angela mostly all varsity, and Olivia split some time. Uh, Some juniors with us this year that, uh, that split time, and right at the end of the year, Riley Clark started playing some varsity last year and started some games for us, actually. our two juniors there, Riley Clark and and Audrey Schmidt. Audrey's developing some good touch inside around the goal, uh, working on some good footwork and and improving. A sophomore that plays quite a bit for us, uh, Eleanor Hunter. Eleanor's moving up from the JV last year where she had a really good season. Um, Another sophomore uh, that's splitting time, uh, Abby Ball. She's playing some JV in their dress varsity. Um, Freshman, McKaylee uh, Rivera is going to dress some varsity and play JV. Uh, we've got another big girl, uh, Riley Swipps, who's going to play JV and dress varsity. Uh, and then uh, Rachel Holt, who's a freshman, she is going to spend, uh, she's going to be full-time varsity. She's going to, uh, that didn't take long for me to make that decision that okay. she would be going full-time varsity. And that's, that's, uh, that's the 10 that I've got.
1: How uh, many total girls do you have out for basketball, Coach?
2: Uh, we've got 16 out right now. Um, Like I say, seven of them is going to be full-time varsity, so uh, nine of them is going to be playing JV. Um, We uh, got a pretty solid group. Uh, Team chemistry this year, these girls are getting along really well. Uh, Team chemistry seems to be uh, better than it's been in a couple years. Uh, These girls are all working hard. They're coming to practice ready to work. And, uh, you know, I think it's just going to take us a little time to – to get ourselves lined out and to to learn our roles and for everybody to fill in and and understand what they're supposed to be doing.
1: Coach, I know one thing is different Uh, this year, obviously, is the COVID-19, which everybody understands by now, but that also took away uh, most of the summer uh, programs that you were otherwise able to uh, hold. So you're dealing with uh, young ladies who now I have to go back to the way it was in the old days of basketball where you got up for a couple of weeks and you had to go play basketball and uh, that's not the way uh, basketball has been for, for many years now so you're you're dealing with that as well this year.
2: Right you know and back uh, years ago when I first started coaching we didn't even really work with our whole team in the summer I, we would have three girls uh, go play on a team and and they would get their their summer work in that way, and and it's changed now to where we can spend the summer working with them. And I'm in a little bit of a different situation with a lot of people here because of uh, the fact that I don't teach at Milan, and uh, that's kind of put a little damper on it because this fall when we were allowed to start open gyms – my teaching at South Dearborn where we had some kids in quarantine or in my class and stuff. We thought it was best that I didn't go to Milan and be around the ball team. So we, I actually didn't even start seeing the kids until when we were allowed to have our first official practice.
1: Who is helping you with basketball coach?
2: Uh, My JV coach is, uh, he's been with me since I've been at Milan's Kevin Elder. Uh, Kevin and I go back to high school days and, and, uh, We played together in high school at Dillsboro. Kevin graduated the year before I did. Uh, Kevin is very helpful to me at the JV level. Uh, My varsity assistant is Brian Beeler. Uh, Brian, uh, basically, he's a a football coach who's helping me out with basketball. Brian does a great job, and and he's stepped up and really learned a lot about the game over the past six or seven years and, and has been doing a wonderful job. And then also this year I have a new assistant on board in Tony Clark, uh tony being a Milan guy and and a, a former player of Milan and his daughter plays for us, riley and tony wanted to uh he offered to come in and help a little bit and i said well instead of just helping a little bit why don't uh why don't you just join the staff as an assistant and and uh so tony has joined us and is now one of our assistants
1: it's always helps to have uh local people work with you because they understand the uh Culture of the community and the kids that are in it. So
2: I know you're glad to have him. Oh, that's huge, uh, especially in my situation where I don't teach at Milan, and that's where Coach Beeler is so valuable. Also, because Coach Beeler is there on campus every day at Milan, and and he can be in touch with the kids, and uh, it's just it helps me out tremendously. Uh,
1: Coach, who you got coming up in the next couple of weeks?
2: Well, we've got. Uh, south ripley tomorrow night which coach mcnew was on earlier um they've already beat uh, beat austin so far this season they've already got a game under their belt so and uh matt always does a good job with the kids uh he did a great job when he was jv coach with scott at Jacksonville, and uh he's carrying that on over to south ripley we had some good battles last year too uh so we've got them tomorrow night uh we were supposed to play hauser on thursday but that game has now been uh canceled or postponed i'm not sure exactly what's going to happen with it because the hauser team is in quarantine uh and then on the 17th uh this is a game we've had this game has been moved all over uh we're going to play jackson on november 17th uh that's we just came up with that date today so that's our next uh next three day next three games or actually next two games
1: I know I talked to Matt and uh, to Scott both about the ORVC. And uh, as usual, the ORVC is going to be a meat grinder again this year with uh, Jacksonville with the uh, depth and the uh, experience that Scott has back. And, uh, of course, Matt has uh, a lot of girls who played for him last year. And uh, I know he said Switzerland County had several girls back. So uh, there's not too many easy
2: games in the ORGC, is there? There really aren't, you know. And the the things God has going for him that, that a lot of us others don't. Southwestern had it for a while, but um, you know it's it, it's hard to teach tradition, and and it's hard to teach um, teach that winning mentality. Sometimes, um, you know, we're still trying to get that in our head that Milan that that you're allowed to win. Uh, if you're you're capable of doing that. Where scott's kids all come in and they expect to win so uh you know that's just a little hurdle that that he's already over and the rest of us are trying to get over
1: i know what you're talking about because back in the day when i uh, got involved with cross country at uh, batesville high school and before that at uh, whitewater high school cross country was just the sports in southeastern indiana that got the basketball players ready for uh the basketball season and i turned it into a A 12 month a year sport and it took uh, several years for the other teams in the area to catch up because like you said my kids expected to to win when they went out there and they went into things with a much different attitude
2: Yeah it is I mean and uh, you know you can kind of see it sometimes when teams run on the floor you can see the teams that run on the floor expecting to win and you can see the teams that run on the floor hoping to win and and, you know, we're just trying to get to the point where we show up and, and think we're going to win. Uh, and, you know, we're coming. Uh, we've got the good players there. Uh, we've got some good younger players. Uh, this freshman, these three freshmen that we've got in varsity, I think they've got some bright days ahead of them. Uh, you know, we're juniors. And hopefully we can get a few wins this year and send these seniors off uh, with a few more wins under their belt than we had last year.
1: Coach, well, best of luck, and we thank you for joining us. I know uh, with uh, re- uh, reception sometimes on cell phones, you're doing a good job, and it sounds good, and I wish we could be together, uh, but uh, uh, my situation with COVID, I I cannot uh, get it, or I feel like I can't because of, of some things that I have. So hopefully before this uh, season's over, they get this thing under control. And we can meet face-to-face uh, sometime before the year is over.
2: Well, that sounds great to me, absolutely. And as you said, with cell phone reception, I live kind of out in the country a little bit, so I'm actually sitting in my truck in a parking lot in downtown Aurora talking to you just to make sure I could hear you. So, uh, well, well, you're
1: it's, it's coming through good, loud and clear. I mean, thank you so much, and we'll be talking to you again before the year is over, I, I know.
2: Okay, thank you, Coach, and best to you and the family.
1: Thank you so much. Same to you. We will be back after these words from our sponsor. we listen to Curtis Carter on WRBI 103.9. You're FM dial and streaming live on com. We will be right back.
3: Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza here. I have some news for you. The Mizza Crust Pizza is here. Mizza Crust Pizza is just that. We start with our chicken and herb or pork tenderloin as the crust, then top it just as you would a regular pizza. Our favorites are the pork meat Crust with the barbecue sauce, ham and pineapple, and chicken Mizza Crust with our house-made ranch, bacon and tomato. Mm. Order your new Mizza Crust Pizza at IsonsFamilyPizza.com, 812 933 or downtown Batesville.
5: This week's Table Talk is brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville. We encourage parents to talk to your children about your family's system of checks and balances. Highlight the ways your family compromises and cooperates to get tasks done safely. This message brought to you by the Coalition for a Drug-Free Batesville.
6: Customize care with any mess with Whirlpool Top Load Laundry Pairs at Garings. Easily pre-wash clothes with a built-in water faucet or create up to 26 of your own wash cycles. Also, help prevent over-drying your clothes with sensor drying technology. Gearings will install and remove your old appliances at no extra charge. Stop down and see our Whirlpool display. Gearings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville.
0: You're tuned to Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza at 103.9 WRBI.
1: We are back. Uh, a couple things I want to point out that happened in the past week. Uh, of course, uh, it's not a lot of you know by now that uh, Kent Myers uh, had emergency surgery last week. Kent is one of my high jumpers that I work with in the spring and track. And I understand Kent is, uh came through the surgery and is uh, starting to improve. I wish Kent the best of luck and uh, hopefully Kent recovers fully and uh, I don't know how long that process will be, but we're glad to hear that uh, Kent is uh, getting better and we wish him nothing but the best of luck. Uh, last week also after the show, I learned that a longtime friend of mine and coach at rising sun high school passed away from COVID. uh mike wilson is the coach's name and uh, mike and i go back to the 60s when i was at uh, whitewater high school and he was at rising sun we coached against each other in basketball and in track and mike and i had some real battles uh especially in track uh, through the years and mike is a good friend and uh as you said, Mike passed away from COVID last week, and we wish uh, Mike's family and all of his friends uh, our sympathies, and uh, we wish we could get this COVID under control because we're losing too many good people to it. want to congratulate the two area uh, football teams that uh, came through with sectional wins uh, last week on North Decatur, uh, Coach Steve Stern and his crew up there, second set of snow paddle in a row. I know they beat a good Milan team and Ryan Lankerman. Uh, and uh, Coach Stern and the North Dakota Chargers will be playing uh, West Washington. I believe it is the same team they played last year. That game, according to John Harrell, should go right down to the wire because those two teams are very, very. Uh, Close in uh, talent. I think uh United has lost a couple of games. I'm not sure. West Washington has lost any games, so that should be a good game. And then uh, uh won a 3 a sectional title, and they go play uh, Southridge, and uh, that game is supposed to be uh, real close as well. I think Landsberg is favored in that game by maybe a couple of points. Southridge is coached by uh, uh, Beening, a uh, young man who uh, played his high school sports at North Decatur and then coached at Jennings County for a while. So, uh, a local area athlete who is doing well in the coaching field and uh, Coach Canada and the Larsberg Tigers will go down there. That should be, I think it's at Larsburg, so that should be quite a ball game in itself. Uh, That's going to be played on Saturday, as I understand it, and the North Dakota-West Washington game will be played on uh, Friday. As uh, the coaches uh, told you uh, that we had on this evening, uh, stay tuned to uh, the radio stations, stay tuned to WRBI in particular, uh, and keep track of who's on and who's off. You don't know from day to day uh, what might happen with COVID and who might be uh, put on, (coughs) excuse me, on quarantine. And games may have to be postponed or uh, canceled altogether, so pay attention to that. And don't get upset with your athletic directors because they're doing the best they can. Remember, this is indoors and uh, spacing and uh, limited access and all those things come into play. So you run into that when you get into indoor sports. So it'll be a while before they're able to open the gyms up and let anybody in. And you have to check with your local schools how they're handling tickets for home basketball games at this time. And wrestling and swimming, I would imagine, will be the same way when those sports get underway here shortly. We thank all our guests this evening that we had and the coaches who we called in. Next week, we will be back on the air with another edition of uh, Coach's Corner. Our guest next week will be Brian Heldy. Jason Simpson will be with us, Greensburg girls basketball coach. He should have another good team this year. Kevin Moore, the Central girls basketball coach, and they uh, load it down there this year. They rank very, very high in the state. He will be with us. And Joe Adams, Franklin County girls basketball coach will be with us as well. So that's coming up uh, next week. We want to thank our uh, sponsors. We want to thank Isens for delivering our show each week. So thank in part. Great Plains Communications, formerly UTC, Gerings Incorporated, Tom Sivich City Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy, Medical and Floral, Herden Elko, a Coalition for Drug-Free Batesville. I want to thank John and Brent for getting us on the air and uh, getting us uh, the show every week. We want to thank our sponsors for making it possible. We want to thank our coaches for uh, being on with us uh, this evening. We want to thank all of you for listening in. Join us next week at 6 o'clock for another edition of Coach's Corner. Good night, everyone.
0: Join us again next time for another edition of Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. And check out our Coach's Corner podcast archives online at wrbiradio.com from 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles.